Hello and welcome. This is the Spectacular Slovakia Travel Podcast, your guide to adventure in Slovakia. I'm Michala Terencani and my guest today is James Thompson. This year, in 2018, Slovaks and Czechs are celebrating the centenary of uh, the Czechoslovak, the first Czechoslovak Republic. So 100 years since they first founded a republic together after the breakup of the Habsburg monarchy. We don't want to go too much <laughs> into history today, uh, but still, it sounds like uh, this is a very good time to be in the Czech Republic or in Slovakia to experience a little bit of history. So, James, you have uh, traveled around Slovakia 10 years ago for the spectacular Slovakia yeah, travel I survived. <laughs> and you survived. What is the best place or what are the best places in Slovakia to go to to get the atmosphere of the first Czechoslovak Republic? and its whereabouts and yeah. circumstances. Well, that was actually one of the things that I wanted to do uh, w- when I was writing that guide, um, to, to get a, a feel for uh, Slovakia and Czechoslovakia's contemporary history. Um, and um, one of the places that's a, a sort of a must-see uh, in that respect is uh, in the northwest of, of Slovakia, uh, the region uh, near the border with the Czech Republic. Um, uh, that was the 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 birthplace of uh, and also the place where a lot of Slovak national feeling emerged um, but the birthplace of, of Milan Rastislav Stefanik who was one of the three founders of uh, was recognized as one of the three founders of, of, of the first republic along with uh, Tomasz Garig Masaryk and uh, Edvard Beneš Czechs who are Czechs although Masaryk uh, appropriately the first president of the first republic uh, was I think I, I'm going to get this wrong but I think his mother was Slovak and his father I was Czech so, so he was yeah. sort of Czechoslovak and um uh, uh, and that was interesting in that uh, um uh, the first republic was in part a, a nation building project um to create a kind of joint national identity um and and a very ambitious one as well um one that ultimately didn't succeed as you know the fact that there's now two countries and 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 uh, still sort of differences although not i think kind of um serious ones between the Czechs and the Slovaks but but the the idea was that the, the this sort of triumvirate uh kind of embodied uh, a little bit this this idea of a common nation um unfortunately unfortunately for 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 Stefanik uh he um he he was killed in an air crash um Uh, uh, very soon after the formation of the republic in 1919, um, so he one, was this still is, very young. He was still very. He's yeah. a remarkable guy, actually. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, I, so I'm going to go off kind of off piece a little bit here. But I, I, I once uh, I once landed at an airport in in New Zealand that had a, uh, as far as I know, the only one in the world that has a live railway line running across the runway, um, which is an interesting idea. <laughs> Um, but in, in that respect, Bratislava is also kind of in that that, um, that, that sort of category in, in terms of kind of oddities or odd facts in that it has an airport that is not only named after somebody who died in an air crash, but somebody who died in an air crash at that airport, um, which I mean, for some travelers might kind of suggest bad karma but but to be fair it wasn't really an airport at the time this was this was this was Stefanik uh, he he was he was i think trying to land at what's now Bratislava airport um uh, 
during the, conf- the conflict that was then going on with Hungary and, and the, the plane was uh, either crash-landed or was shot down. There's some kind of controversy about the circumstances, but I won't go into that now. But there is a, there's a small monument to uh, the place where he, where he landed uh, or crashed, um, just at the edge of the airport, which you can still vi- visit. Um, but he was originally from uh, the northwest of what's now Slovakia, uh, the Miava region, and um, and uh, it's possible to um, visit both uh, the town where he's from, uh, or, 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 or Miava, where there is a monument to him, to Kosharyska, which is a small village um, south of Miava, where um, he grew up, and there's a small uh, sort of house museum where you can vi- visit and, and then learn things about his life and also to um, the monument to him which was erected on Bradlo which is a hill just um, uh, outside Kosharyska which is a, a, a huge monumental um, uh, m- memorial to him which was erected in the 1920s um, and he was only 39 when he died um, but he'd already achieved an astonishing amount um, he'd uh, uh, been on uh, astronomical expeditions to the to the South Pacific. He'd been laying uh, uh, telecommunications cables and establishing telecommunications systems in South America. He joined the French army and become a general. He then uh, was instrumental in the Czechoslovak legions during the First World War, which um, is another fantastic and astonishing story, <laughs> but basically involved uh, Czechs and Slovaks um, fighting their way out of Russia via um, the the Pacific along the uh, the Trans-Siberian Railway, um, and and he he was he was uh, instrumental in in that in that effort. Um, uh, as I say, so he he was a very important figure. He was the Minister of War uh, at the beginning of the First Czechoslovak Republic, and so when he died, um, the the Republic sought to recognise this in a suitably kind of um, grand monumental gesture and. Uh, uh, and so th- uh, that's up uh, north of Bratislava, about 80 kilometers north of Bratislava on this uh, hilltop site. Yeah, so what you just described, Miava, Kosharyska and Bradlo, yeah. the monument to Štefanik, uh, would be a typical uh, day trip for Slovak pupils. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for, for anyone who's the, interested in Slovak the, history. The school, or when your teacher is interested. Okay, that too, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> or when your teacher feels like you should know a lot about Štefanik, they would take you to these three places. But how do you make that an enjoyable trip for someone uh, who is not necessarily Slovak? Yeah. Um, well, th- the reason to go, as well as to, to learn a little bit about Slovak history, and that may not be m- most people's um, kind of priority, is that um, the, the countryside in that region, north of Bratislava, along the Little Carpathians, the, the hills that begin in Bratislava and then continue up the western side of Slovakia, the countryside up there is really, really lovely. It's mm-hmm. really very nice. And, and even just to travel through there and spend a bit of time up there, there are plenty of walks. Uh, there are plenty of places uh, to, 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 you know, to, to eat and, 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 and stay if you want to stay up there for a, for a night. Um, at this time of year, it's very nice because there are a lot of trees. Um, uh, and also in the, in the autumn, like the Little Carpathians in, in Bratislava, there, there's an amazing kind of uh, uh, fall season where the trees change colour and uh, it's, re- it's really very beautiful. Um, but you also c- can get an idea of um, Slovak village life, if you like. Um, mm-hmm. So Kosharisko, w- this, this little t- little village where, where um, Stefanik's from, um, it, it is a fairly typical Slovak village. It has a nice... Um, 
little the little museum but there's also a little sort of coach house in type place where you can stay and, and eat and and get traditional slovak food so if it's your first time in slovakia it's it's not a bad introduction to um slovak food and and, and the slovak countryside if you like mm. so if you uh, or if you are maybe a foreigner living in bratislava and want to take a day in the countryside Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely a good place to go because it's it's not that far. It's uh, no, no, you, it's like an hour drive or that's right. More. Maybe a little bit more because there's no, it, it, there are no sort of motorway links or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You have to drive on, on country roads, but you can do it by driving. You, you can drive up one side of the on the kind of the Zahoria side, mm-hmm. the western side of the Little Carpathians, mm-hmm. and then you can come back on the on the um, sort of the Va Valley, if you like, uh, side the other side of the hill. So you you can get a a, a good impression of yeah. the Slovak countryside. And uh, Bradlo mm-hmm. itself, the monument, is uh, is a sort of, uh, is a place that has its energy, no? Yeah. It's, it's an interesting uh, it, place. Yeah, it's, it's a really, um, yeah, kind of um, atmospheric place. Um, as I say, it's on the top of this hill. Bradlo is the name of the hill and the, the monument's on the top of it. Um, you can drive up the hill, but you can also sort of park at the bottom in Brezva po Bradlom, which mm-hmm. is a little town at the bottom, and you can you can walk up. There are a series of hairpins going up the um going up the, the side of the hill. You can actually kind of cut the hairpins if you're walking, basically mm-hmm. by walking straight up. It's a bit of a steep climb. But when you get up there you get an impression of, of um you know well how much significance the First Republic placed in in figures like Stefanik. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a really uh, yeah, a real monument, and it was designed um, in, in a, interestingly by one of Slovakia's leading or probably Slovakia's foremost uh, pre-war, pre-Second World War architect, a guy called Dušan Jurkovic, who was also from that region. Mm-hmm. He was born in a, in a, a Staratura, which is a or, Uh, I don't know if it's Staratura. Anyway, sorry, it's part of what's now Miava. Mm-hmm. And and he's he was uh, he built dozens of um, World War One cemeteries for Czechs and Slovaks who were killed on the uh, fighting what was then the Habsburg army during the First World War on the on the, on the uh, Eastern Front in Galicia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he um, uh, was a significant architect in 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 uh, interwar Czechoslovakia. And um, he also designed a little memorial by the by the airport, which is where uh, where Stefanik died. But he was commissioned to build this 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 memorial uh, at Bradlo, mm-hmm. and um, uh, and it gives you an idea of the scale of the of the kind of like I said, this nation building project that, that the First Republic represented in in many respects, mm-hmm. and how important it was to to recognize these these sort of founding figures uh, at the time, and mm-hmm. and and the the, the Uh, the memorial was 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 kind of unveiled, if you like, or, or presented or opened, I mean, maybe ten years after after Stefanik died. But mm-hmm. it, it took about five years to build it. I mean, you'll see when you, if you go there how, mm-hmm. how big a deal it is, um, and uh, and it gives you, uh, yeah, as I say, an idea about about the the, the, the reason of why I mention this to be an atmospheric place is because I remember it from one of my the first time I went there was with school. And uh, it was in autumn, uh, October, maybe November. It was a really uh, foggy day. And we climbed up the hill and then suddenly this monument with these uh, four sort of pillars, pillars yeah, yeah. on the sides. It's, it's all with this white... Um, yeah, white uh, travertine marble travertine or something. something. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it just emerged from the... The gloom. From the, yeah, yeah, it was... It was uh, 
it was like uh, I felt like we were in a movie yeah. <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, it's definitely a nice place to go. And uh, when you've had enough of nature and monuments, you can uh, head back to Miyava. Yes, you can. Here. Yeah, and I mean the towns in that region. I have to say are not are not architectural marvels, but um, but they're they're, uh, <laughs> they're nice. They're nice enough places. And Miyava is the home of. Um, as far as I know, Slovakia's only Flintstones-themed restaurant, um, which uh, which is worth going just for a photograph, if nothing else. But the, but also does, I'm told, excellent Durškova polievka. Yeah, which, we've seen uh, good uh, <laughs> reviews <laughs> online. Um, <laughs> if you haven't tried Durškova polievka, then then that's uh, something you should try. If Maybe we once. should explain what Durškova polievka is now that we yeah, <laughs> talk about yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. It's it's basically uh, what you'd be calling in, in British English tripe soup. So it's a, a soup made from the from the, uh, the the sort of intestines of a I don't know I've never inquired what animal pig I or think. cow I, I, yeah probably cow yeah yeah I think um, it's like beef intestines it's it's um yeah I mean it's quite tasty until you get to all the kind of stuff at the bottom and then I mean some people like that I don't know it just reminds me of rubber bands so I I just tend to give that a but it's it's one of uh, it's it's not much discussed but very common uh, meal that Slovaks would yeah. have in this jedaleň yeah. so like um, what's a jedaleň not like a restaurant a sort of canteen or delicatessen where people go to, to have their yeah. lunch yeah yeah. no I, I, I know one where it's always on the menu top yeah. of the menu yeah. 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 It's, it's been a bit in the background for a while because of uh, uh, vegetarian and vegan tendencies but I think that the hipsters are bringing it back <laughs> <laughs> Hipster Dushkova. Yeah, it could, it could be true. <laughs> Magnificent. Okay, so it's one of the things to do in, in Mijava, yeah. as far as we know. It is, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the whole region is very small as well. It's quite easy to, 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 to get around if you've got a car or even a bicycle, although it's, it's kind of hilly, so you need to have um, you need to enjoy uh, uh, cycling in the hills. I should mention also that if, if you're there and you're interested in Stefanik and uh, Turkov- uh, Jurkovic and, mm-hmm. and, and that period, there's also uh, the memorial to Jurkovic himself, which is in the the cemetery in Berezva pod Bradlom at the bottom of the hill, mm-hmm. which which Jurkovic himself designed and he was buried there. And it's another one of these sort of architectural uh, uh, monuments that, that he designed. It's a, his own okay. grave. So. Okay. Uh, there's one more nearby place that is not uh, connected that much with the First Republic, but with um, a more distant history yeah. uh, in Uhrovec. Yeah. So maybe once you're there, uh, you can... They you could make a side trip. Yeah, yeah, side trip to Hrovets. So let's just uh, just mention what's yeah to see in, there. in in Hrovets. There's the the this is the kind of I suppose a reflection of the fact that Slovakia is a, a small country and and these kind of coincidences happen. Um, that the Hrovets is the is the birthplace uh, not only of of Ludovic mm-hmm. Stur, who is the the foremost kind of figure in the in the Slovak. Uh, national awakening, if you like, or the, or the, the, the emergence of the Slovak nation in the late 19th century, mm-hmm. the mid-19th century. Um, but also, in the same house, um, Alexander Dubček, who was the um, uh, obviously the, 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 the communist um, uh, general leader. secretary, I want to say leader, during, yeah. during the Prague Spring, 
he was born in the same house in Orovet, so kind of strange coincidence. So Prague Spring, the 1968. Yeah, the 1968. Uh, All these anniversaries uh, are brought together this year, 2018, the uh, years ending with an eight. That's right, the uh, momentous eights, as, as uh, Jacques Rupnik, uh, the Czech yeah. uh, historian, yeah. wrote recently. So we're back to the uh, mythical, atmospheric <laughs> yes. character of the Slovak history. Like yeah. um, okay, uh, thank you very much, James, for bringing uh, a bit of contemporary Slovak history to us. I hope that we have inspired some people uh, to visit these places and uh, um, if they would like to share their own experiences uh, from visiting Mijava or Brezova pod Bradlom and the atmospheric Bradlo. Um, our listeners are welcome to share their feedback Absolutely. with us. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.